What is up, guys? This is your somewhat well, somewhat toxic connoisseur bringing you another episode of Wellish. This week, I am way too fucking excited because we have our very first interview with Sarah Bochnik, who is going to be talking to us about the ins and outs of ending a long-term relationship. Sarah's seven-year-long relationship with her high school sweetheart has come to an end, so I wanted to sit down and talk with her because I feel that when we are going through such a major life change, people like to kind of make us feel like fucking shit for when we feel bad and when we revert back to those old habits. And I think that she's done such an outstanding job of leaving the relationship and not looking back, even though she wasn't the one that made the decision for the relationship to end. Sarah provides great insight on how to not cave into your emotions when you so badly just want to go back to a person, but you know that it's not in your best interest, while still keeping the mentality of... I do have those feelings and I do want to cave and go back and talk to that person and that's completely normal. I think a lot of the time we get shit on for having those feelings and as much as we need to do our best to push ourselves in the direction of what is going to be beneficial for our well-being, like ending a relationship that isn't a positive one in our life, We still have to be kind to ourselves and know that those crazy psycho feelings that pop up, like I need to go see him, I need to text him, I need to explain myself to him, ask him these questions, get these answers, are all very normal, relatable feelings that will in time be overcome. But feelings that can be overcome in time. We don't need to put so much pressure on ourselves to be this perfect, healed, I don't need that motherfucker type of attitude right out the fucking gate. So without further ado, this is Sarah Botnick's story. Hi, friend. Hi. How's it going? Hi, friend. Hi, it's friend. going. Good. <laughs> I wanted to bring you on here today because you are killing it with your recent breakup, I am always very impressed by you because I think that most people, myself included, mm-hmm. continuously run back to their relationship mm-hmm. incessantly and mm-hmm. you haven't been doing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud of that and I just think it's so fucking impressive. So I wanted to talk to you about mm-hmm. it because I think that you will offer some wise words of wisdom. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell us who you are. Who is Sarah Bochnik? Oh, I told you I hate this question. Hi, Sarah. Um, Not I'm, to be confused with me, Sarah. I know. Spelled the same way, though. That's all that matters. I am an ER nurse. Uh, just graduated. Very recent. Woo! Um, woohoo! I know it's weird saying it because it doesn't feel real or I don't feel like a real one yet because it's so new. Love it. I, I don't it. know what else to say. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any quotes or mantras that you live by? Um, yes. So I actually have it tattooed right here. You do? Yes. I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's right wow. here <laughs> on my shoulder. My collarbone, really. So uh, my grandma tells me at all times, says better days will come. I do live by that because it's so, it's such a simple like phrase, but like it can mean so many different things. I literally got it on my 18th birthday because I'm like, <laughs> all right, it's like... I want a tattoo. This is what I feel like. Because I always felt like you should get tattoos that mean something to you. But the older I got, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I agree. You need to get tattoos <laughs> that like you like. And it doesn't have to have a fucking meaning. It's just because you like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is something that I do live by. I mean, like, I don't say, like, I guess when, I, when you ask, like, do you live by it? Like, realistically, no. But, like, should you? Yes. And there are, you know, like, I always try to look back on it and be like, all right, like, I need to implement that thinking. Right now, I need to live, like, day-to-day mm-hmm. because right. of just how how fluctuating the emotions are every day. For sure. And, like, it's getting better. It's it's on an upward, upward like, hill, but, like, it's still kind of, like, a roller coaster some days. For sure. So. So, how long were you in your relationship? Seven years. Okay. Yeah. And how old were you guys when you first started dating? Uh, 17. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And is that the only relationship you've been in then since you were so young? No. 
I had one prior to that throughout high school. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember because I just like try to keep it so out of my head. <laughs> it's so horrible. There was like almost nothing good that came out of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> whatever. Cool. Okay. Do you feel pressure or do you feel freedom in your newly single life? Uh, definitely both. Okay. Um. So pressure, like pressure of like feeling alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because for seven years, I kind of in a way almost relied on him. Almost like, you know, when you you get comfortable in a relationship, especially for that long since you're, like, so young to, like, you're a full-on adult now, Mm -hmm. like, you've learned, you rely on that person because you're like, oh, like, they're always going to be there. You always think in the back of your head, they're always going to be there, whatever, you know, like, seven years. I mean, you're not dating just to date. You're dating to, like, marry eventually. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always told myself, you need to do things for you. You need to do things for you. So that way, like... You don't rely on this person that eventually one day they're gone. And guess what? That fucking happens. And now I have to learn all over again. Like, okay, like time to be alone. Time to do things for you, not for anybody else. And to like do it for them almost in a way like, you know, like, oh, I'm making good money Mm -hmm. for myself. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that like I'm going to be like, oh, like I'm going to spend all this money on him. And no, it's going to be for me now. It's all for me. Right. Like, and what I choose to do with it is my business. And that's what you're saying by freedom. Yes. So, so now the, so exactly. So yes, I do feel like pressure of being alone, but it's freedom to do whatever I want with my time now. Right. You know, like outside of work. So how do you handle both of those things? How do you handle when you feel pressure and how do you handle your freedom? I mean, like I said earlier, it's day by day because like pressure of feeling alone is like, like a couple of days ago, I was just, I was hating my life because I'm like, oh my God, like I'm so tired of like feeling like I can't like rely on anybody for the emotional standpoint of like oh like I had a bad day like can I just like come over like Mm, and make mm -hmm. me feel better now now I have to make myself feel better but the freedom of like oh like I can go do this Friday night I don't have to check in with somebody Mm -hmm. unless like plans might interfere but like I don't have to be like oh like I'm going to this person's house oh they might get mad at me because I'm going or Mm -hmm. they might be weirded out I can go do it. It doesn't matter. Right. You know, that's my life now. How has being in a long-term relationship impacted your identity? What an interesting question. Um, oh, so like being in that long-term relationship and staying loyal and like being able to do it has like proven that like I'm capable of it, you know, without being like, oh, you know, like fuck this. I'm just leaving just because like I want to be single. Mm-hmm. Like I did have those thoughts during it, you know, of like, wow, I wonder what it's like to be single right now. Like, you see all these people just being able to just, like, go party and do what they want, just, like, not care where, like, when you are in a relationship, it's, like, you know, you do have boundaries, but, like, you can still do those things. You just have boundaries. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, like, I have no boundaries. So would you say, then, that it's impacted you in the sense that you're more of a relationship person compared to somebody that bounces around? Or what do you mean by that? Like, I'm more, like, I want the emotional connection not even like oh I'm talking to this one guy like I need to have a relationship with him so would you say that there's anything that single Sarah compared to in a relationship Sarah like have any of those traits carried from your relationship to your single life it's probably almost hard to tell because it was such a big part of your life for seven years like thinking I can't even like think of like any one specific thing right now I feel like in my four-year relationship something that I like right when we broke up Um, Because it was such a toxic relationship. And now I feel like I've let go of this. This is a negative thing for me. It could be Mm -hmm. positive or negative. But for for me, like, I feel like when I left that relationship, I was so emotionally closed off. Even not just to, like... like, you don't want to let anybody back in. Anybody. Not not just relationships like friends too like i it happens you lose like like now oh i guess that's that is something because like now the trust is like now people who enter my life like long term Mm -hmm. more so like like friends come and go they really do Mm -hmm. i mean like more so like on like like dudes that you're gonna talk to or Mm -hmm. like eventually talk to like no like if you're trying to do one thing with me like you have to prove that like you're not just like doing it just to, like, fuck around. Like, you're proving that you, like, want to be my friend. Right. You know? Right. Like, if I like you're, that. if you're really trying to get, like, in my pants just to be like, okay, bye, like, you're going to have to prove it to me that, like, you're, that's not what you're trying to do just because, like, that's just how, like, dating is now. Right. Oh, and, my God, And I'm not bro. trying to date right now. I really am not. But, like, I can talk to whoever I want. And, the, like, I feel like 
But I don't like that either, that it's like it, we just live inside of hookup culture. It's not. It's such hookup culture. And I never understood it like Same. when I was still in my relationship because I'm like, people really like that, that. That's so shallow. But then like I've lived it. I Literally. Already, like people are, it just, makes like, so people are just like wanting to just be like, oh, let's just like. Let's just fuck. Yeah. And it's like. Oh, 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 oh okay. Oh. I'm a person. Oh. I'm not just a whole. Hi. Exactly. Like I'm a human being too. It's fine. I, I got feelings. It's fine. I'll just fuck myself at this point because Literally. clearly you can't do it. I don't want to fucking meet somebody on a dating app. And if that's how Ugh, people meet you, no. all power to you. But that's not how I want to do it. Dating app. I don't know. Okay. I can, I can see why people do it because if they're just like, oh, like I'm looking for a hookup. That's a perfect place to go. hundred percent. And I know people that have literally gotten married to somebody. They Same. Me Tinder, too. Which is awesome. Beyond crazy. But it's awesome because it's like you're on an app for one thing. Maybe like potentially typically potentially that's what people are on the app for is basically mm-hmm. just like to hook up or like right. meet people or whatever and if but you're then, not on the app for that reason the other person could have been exactly mm-hmm. you just never know but that's what like i i don't know i just feel like it sucks because when like in our day and age like how do you even meet anybody like how do you literally even meet anybody Work? that's that's what i'm trying to learn too it's just like like, because if you don't want to go on an app, like, and then you think like, oh, well, I could go out and I could go to the bars, but do I want to meet the sweaty, creepy guy in the corner that's like hitting on me? Exactly. Mm. So that's, a, that's another, like going back to that question you asked earlier of like the pressure of feeling alone. Yeah. Because it's like, damn, like how do I meet people normally? Because mm-hmm. some people just don't know how to do that anymore because they just rely on an app. It blows my mind too, because this is all we know. Like we don't exactly. know, like literally we're the first generation that deals with all of this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And so we have like no social skills of how to execute a relationship in the real mm-hmm. life because this is all we've ever known. Exactly. And like people used to like go ask people on dates and that's just like just not go a thing. Up to them can you like, imagine? Not if even you, bad an eye. Can you imagine if you went to even a bar mm-hmm. or a fucking restaurant and a guy wrote his number on a napkin and handed it to you and be like, I would love it if you used this. Honestly, People might think it's so stupid, but honestly, it's so attractive it's because so it's like, attractive. here, here's effort. Like, here's an old school way of doing it. Like, yeah. instead of being like, um, hopefully we match on an app. Can I get your Snapchat? Can I get your Snap? Can I get Instagram? <laughs> no, ask my fucking number. <laughs> Talk to me because I'm a human being. Literally. Because you're interested, then ask for my social media if you're even more interested. Literally. Or stalk me and find it and follow me. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, be a normal stalker. <laughs> like, come on. Be a normal fucking person. Uh, so no, weird. But like, when guys put in that effort and they just like don't do it almost like the pussy way mm-hmm. and that if to me it, it is. is it's cowardly i it's, agree and like some people are like oh you know you know some guys are just shy if you want a girl fucking balls up dude i think there's a place to be feminine but i also think there's nothing wrong with wanting that masculine Which trait I, of asking me out like that i have never it's like almost I've like never, a taking control dominance thing i don't know i like that so exactly like, no 100 i agree I have never gone up to a guy and said, hey, like, here's my number. You should text me because I'm the type where, like, I want to see the effort from them. Yeah. I want to be the pussy. And, be, and I, I also want to feel like, like, worth it in a way. Yeah. Where it's like, I want you to put in effort because you think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Not just because, like, oh, like, I just want to hook up with you. No, I want you to, like, show the effort. It's like, oh, well, you don't have to just sit there and wait. But it's like, I want to be pursued. I want to feel wanted. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that being your desire. My friend, she is single and she is more of a person that is, uh, she can bounce from partner to partner. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that she had said to me was, like, once she kind of got out of her, like, just hook up with people stage and she was like, okay, I think I want to start heading more towards a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, She had said how... She either talks to guys who are fucking assholes or she talks to guys and they are um, too much like they're too nice and like too clingy. She wants a guy who she can constantly or that will constantly be texting her. Mm -hmm. That's um, a need for her in a relationship is to have a person that is constantly in communication, constantly texting. Mm -hmm. She enjoys that. Yeah. So and I don't think the attention. Yes. But I just 
my point is it's like that there's so many people that like would shit on that and think like oh you shouldn't need to do that or so many guys that won't do that or whatever Mm -hmm. and obviously people get busy and don't need to do that there's obviously like boundaries with it but like i think it was so cool that she knew what she wanted that like she's like that a lot of people don't do that but she was like that's something that i need in a relationship and that there's nothing wrong with that like saying like i want to be pursued yeah just because that's who you are doesn't mean you're shitting on people that aren't that way that's fucking awesome that other Mm -hmm. people aren't that way that you could just walk to up to a random man and say what's your number i think that's super attractive to like the confidence level is like high mm-hmm. but it's not cocky where it's like i know i can get her number i know i can get her pants yes where it's just the right amount of confidence where it's like hey how are you i i think you're really pretty um here's my number if you like ever want to go out sometime like that to me is like would make me want to go out 100 percent. yeah i'd be like he could absolutely. be a solid six and i might still be like i'd still be like okay all right i'll give you a shot like you know like everybody gets one (laughs) my friend says that to me and i'm like i fuck sometimes i hate when he says it (laughs) but that in that case it's not wrong what are the best parts of being in a long-term relationship do you say it's like i said earlier always having somebody to go to like for everything they're not only like supposed to be your best friend which sometimes i felt like he didn't play that role as well just because I think he got comfortable. But not only having somebody to be your best friend, but, like, also just straight up just the constant sex. <laughs> <laughs> that constant, like, like the, yeah. Just it's like, easy. It's, it's easy because it's, like, that's, like, who you're supposed to, like, do that with. A hundred percent. You know, like, that's that's the best part. What is the best part of being alone? Just, like, the independence of – and I'm a very independent person anyways. Um for everything else like emotionally like that that sucks to like have to be independent emotionally because of that but um yeah mainly the freedom um tell me about the dynamics of your relationship like what did your relationship look like when you guys were together because it was so long term it started out like amazing or like what i thought was me which i still think it was because like it was just such a feel-good like you know you get in that puppy state that puppy love stage or whatever they call it um you know, and it's just kind of, like, it goes up from there, and then, like, it kind of, like, evens out, I feel like, and then, like, towards, towards, like, the last year, year and a half, probably, like, it kind of, like, went downhill. What do you mean by downhill? And it, it could have been on both of us, could have just been him, and it could have just been me of just, like, the lack of effort, okay. which I felt like it was mostly him, because I felt, <laughs> yeah, of course I'm going to say that, but, like, maybe it's I, probably either, true I <laughs> yeah right um i mean there's you know there's always two sides of the story there's there, i you can never just blame like one but this is your on. side so what's your side my side is i felt like he just wasn't interested anymore i felt like he was very comfortable mm-hmm. of just like oh like this is my life like this is the routine of like being so not putting you. effort into the relationship because that's such a common thing i feel oh, yeah. like that Especially you're supposed to continue term. to date right it's yeah. like you you fall in love with a person because they act a specific way when you first oh, yeah. start dating, like in the oh, yeah. puppy love, like buying you flowers, taking and you on dates. The effort is there, right? Like, the and then suddenly is. you stop dating that person, and well, they stop and putting he, the effort. And that's uh, like I've and you're like this I've, isn't what I agreed to. Exactly. Like the last like probably solid two years is just like at least two years is where like I didn't see like any effort of like and girls always go straight to the whole buy me flowers type bullshit and it's not even about buying the flowers it's no like, it could be literally anything else of like hey i planned this date for us mm-hmm. be ready by this time i'm picking you up dude that is the sexiest thing bro like tell me what to do yeah tell me like put in the effort of like i plan this out let's go do it mm-hmm. be ready by this time mm-hmm. like in i felt like if he were to do that like i would do the same thing back of like hey like i plan this out or like i have a surprise for us like it's stupid little shit like that that literally would just have kept it going so much farther than it Mm -hmm. did but like the lack of effort the past two years is just like i feel like that's why we fought a lot more Mm -hmm. and like i got frustrated with him because it just it wasn't there Mm -hmm. Hundred percent. like you need to put it like you need to you need to date forever Mm -hmm. even just coming home and kissing you on the cheek and saying hi baby how was your day like oh hey like i was at the store and i thought of you that you would like this and i know that you like this so i picked it up for you right or like hey i made you dinner hey i organized your desk i don't know like those um the five love languages yes like like anything like acts of service texting you and saying like hey babe i think you look beautiful today and we i told him that all the time i said you know what like i like i need that like and 
he just like wasn't able to do it. How long has it been since you guys broke up? It's almost three months. Okay. Um, can you tell us about it at all? Like to whatever why? you feel comfortable with, yeah. Like why it ended? Yeah. Um. Well, you said this is my version. Yes. This is my side of the story. Um. Well, what I was told was that he. Because he broke up with you, correct? Yes, he he ended things with me. He he wanted he said he wanted time and space to himself just to kind of like I I don't even know he just wanted like time apart time to figure out himself time to space to do what he wants and be like happy doing it like whatever the fuck that means I mean figure out your own shit I guess but like I feel like looking back on it now like it was the best decision but at that time it's like why couldn't you have done that with me Mm-hmm. If I, if you, unless you truly felt like I was the one who was causing you to not be able to do that, mm-hmm. which I felt like I was more than able to like, be like, Hey, like, yeah, you need like space to go do this, this and this. I'm not telling you to like be with me every fucking second of the day. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like that at some points, but that's cause I wanted to fucking see you. Right. You know? So how did you handle that? What did you I do? I was just like, I was more so sh- uh, not shocked, but I was just kind of like taken back. I'm like. From like from like what, mm-hmm. you know? Because at the time you're so when when you hear things like this from somebody who is supposed to like mean the world to you, mm-hmm. it's you're in denial. Mm-hmm. You're in complete denial of just like, did he really just say that? Mm-hmm. And like, is he really meaning that? And are we ever going to come back from this? Right. Because words mean so much. Like when you're saying those kinds of things, right? You know, like. I, I will never be able to unhear all that shit that he said. Right. We always are like thinking back like, wow, so was it me? You know, yeah. Like, was I the issue or was it you? How can and, you like, not in that, that time, it's like, yeah, I was issue. I'm the fucking problem. I'll fix myself, blah, blah, blah. And not, now, like, looking back, it's never just like one sided completely. It's never like, you fucked it up. Right. I mean, certain circumstances, yes. But like, most of the time, it's like, I contributed into the end of the relationship and so did he. But he felt like he wasn't happy. Okay. With, like, life in general, but specifically, like, with himself and, like, our relationship. Right. So he's like, you know, I need to, like, step back and, like, figure out myself and, like, I can't have you in it. Were you blindsided? Like, were you happy with where you guys were at? Because, you know, like, you, in the moment, you're in denial of, like, oh, like, everything's fine. Like, I want it to be fine. So we are fine. Yeah, I was blindsided. Okay. Because I thought that we were okay. And, like, we've been through worse, I feel like. So it's, like, no. Like, we're totally fine. Like, we'll get through it. Like, we're fine. Right. So then when he was just, like, nope, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. I'm, like, still in denial. Right. Because I'm, like, we're not done. Right. And I did tell him that. I'm, like, no, we're not done. (laughs) Like, no, I don't want to be done. Right. Because, like, how can you just, like, throw seven years down the drain because of, for what? Because you didn't feel happy. Right. Okay. You take your time and your space, but like, I'm not done. Mm-hmm. So. I, I think that's what sucks about when the other person makes the decision. And you you have no choice. <laughs> so you're just like, oh. Okay. You're like, I have I guess no I'll just here. suck this up then, even though that's I not what I want. I have to suck it up. Mm-hmm. How has this major life change affected how you live your life now? Oh, the trust issues. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't want to date for a long time. Now it's like, I don't have to worry about somebody, like, being interested in somebody else, like, the whole cheating thing, like, I don't have to worry about that anymore, like, it's the trust issues, yeah, for sure. I think that's so interesting, because people think trust issues just come from cheating. It's not. It's It's not. It's it's that betrayal of thinking you're going to be with that person, and then they're just like, hey, actually, I don't think I love you, and you're like, oh. Actually... I low-key want somebody else more than you, but I'm just going to make it seem like it's something else. Right. Or, no, 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 I don't think of her that way. But then, like, oh, when we're done, like, you're, who are you hitting up? Right. Right. Um, and you're just like. so many things. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, cool. Thank you. And so then it's Thanks like that just that. builds that fucking, it, it's the rejection. And that's what. The rejection is the biggest thing. Yeah. And, like, that's what almost creates those trust issues. And I think one of my biggest problems was that, like, I had trust issues with myself that like I felt in myself like, oh, I can't make decisions like who I'm supposed to be spending my time with because like they just fucking shit on me. And like now 
like that's who I choose to be in my life or like in my case like I kept going back to a person that continuously would hurt me mm-hmm. and it's like why did I not know how to move on from that situation I was right. making poor choices so now in the future am I continuing to make poor choices and I'm blind and I'm not realizing it right so but sometimes you do have to do that to yourself where it's like this is this is why you should do it mm-hmm. this is why like you can't go back this is why you shouldn't trust yourself sometimes. Right. It's like you'll get to the point where you're like, yeah, I, like I know what I'm about. But sometimes it takes that time. Oh, of, that's like, interesting. I kind of like that. You know, like you kind of have to prove to yourself this is why you should trust yourself. Yeah. Right. Versus and like trusting other people. Right. Hmm. You know. Cool. Do you feel you've had closure from your relationship no. from your breakup? No. It's like the defeat of like I didn't do something right I've always been the type of person where like it needs to be drilled in my head to understand it Mm -hmm. like where you need to tell me a million times that it wasn't my fault Mm -hmm. and it was all on you and like or like maybe some things were on me but like I'm just not happy with that answer I got some answers Mm -hmm. but it was hard to talk about it girls I feel like want to continuously talk about things like we always want to like I don't want to say beat a dead horse I fucking beat the horse to death and oh then continue to beat the shit out of it and then try to revive it and then beat it and again. then beat it again yeah <laughs> like do cpr on that bitch and then and then bring it back to life and then oh you know what actually Fuck we're not you. fucking done here so here we go literally, <laughs> literally so. but like i feel like that's most women that like we like we incessantly like to talk about it but men don't men are just like so one Th- and this done is, this is what it is yes like there's like no they beating can have closure that from that and yeah. i just like that's that's and then they make so, you feel like shit for wanting that. And yeah, that's so funny that you said that because he was just so like straightforward to the point of like that's what that's what it is. There's no like mystery behind it. There's no like other meaning. It's just straight up like that's it. What did the relationship teach you? Okay, now I really can't like just be open to letting anybody in my life. Now it's almost like you have to fucking prove it that you're worth it to be in my life and to make it worth my effort to like be a part of yours i like that just because you can let somebody in doesn't mean that you should exactly exactly and i feel like i'm just so like oh my god this person's so nice so cool whatever and then like two weeks later you're you're not talking to them anymore Mm -hmm. it's like actually no we're gonna go back on how you need to fucking prove that you need to be in my life without like jumping six steps ahead of like a friendship right people should be in your life to enhance it not to be there just because they can be exactly like Like, just because you're a nice person okay so was fucking eddie larry and tom exactly like you i you need to be allowed to be in my life what did the breakup teach you maybe to read the situation better like how i was talking about the last two years was just kind of like shitty and maybe i didn't like think of it as shitty because i was so in denial of like no we're gonna be fine because we've done worse we're gonna be fine because i love him like he'll never leave me like evaluating it like you know what is this really going good are we both really happy i think that i think a thing that i need to implement in the next relationship is like hey let's do check-ins every so often like like monthly check-ins like hey you know what let's let's talk about how we've been dealing with each other and like issues or like good things and let's see what we can do to like fix it or like let's continue that and like hey I really like that or I wish you would do this more and then actually do that because if you talk to somebody about how it's like going or like that'll help and if you don't it's like hey like now this is a fight mm-hmm. now we're fighting about it because you didn't buy me the stupid fucking flowers even though I thought in my head but you just don't know to do that mm-hmm. so let me tell you instead of the yelling at you to do it and then i almost feel like because a lot of the times i feel like when you get to that yelling point that you're like now you're doing it because i told you to and it doesn't have the same meaning where like if you made a date out of that once a month you guys went on a date went to dinner with the topic in mind of like being open with each other about how you feel your relationship has been going and in that conversation you were like Maybe he did buy you something that you were like, I really liked when you bought this for me. Like, it means a lot when you buy me things like flowers or whatever. Or you say, hey, you don't really do those things for me. It would mean a lot to me if you came home with flowers once in a while. Just, again, using that specific example. It wouldn't feel so much like they were doing it because they They had to it would be because they loved you and they heard you want to do it that's that was the biggest thing is like i wanted him to do those things i wanted the effort again i wanted the fucking effort of like 
hey, like this person means so much to me. So even if it has been seven years, Mm -hmm. like let me show it still. And like we both got comfortably. Like there's one point like it was it was a year and a half before we broke up and where I considered breaking up with him. I really considered it like I was physically turned off. He's putting effort into so many like he was putting effort more into his friends, family. And I felt like I was just on the back burner because he was comfortable. He was he was comfortable with me just always being there because he knew I was always going to be there because he knew that. I realistically didn't have the balls to leave because I was just like, no, like I'll do whatever it takes. But then I was like, you know what? I'm in a rut. Let's just like play it off. I'm not just going to be rash and just do it. And oh, then, like, and you mean it. it? You went and tried to build your own self and figure it out yes. within yourself while you were still in the relationship. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's impressive. See how funny that is. Weird. 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 Huh. <laughs> another thing that I learned going back to the question. Another thing I learned in the breakup is you get so used to texting all day every day Mm -hmm. that like when you do go out and have these dates that you want so bad or like you know like every weekend we would go like saturday nights were like our night typically date night thing of like it's just tonight is like what we're doing what we want like whatever it is that we decide do we ever have conversation because we text all day every day oh yes you know what i mean like we texted literally good morning to good night Mm mm-hmm and, like, we would talk about everything that's going on in between that time. Not everything. I get it. Most of the time we would talk about, like, holy shit, that just happened at work. Versus, like, where I feel like next relationship should be, like, let's talk at the end of the day. So that way, like, you guys have your own space to do what you want without feeling the pressure of, like, I need to text him back. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I want him to text me back. Mm-hmm. Later on, when you guys are talking at the end of the day, you guys are actually having good conversation. You actually have something to talk about. Where you want to, like, talk to him instead of just, like, replying back being, like, LOL or, like, stupid shit like that where it's, right. like, meaningless. Right. I'm just texting you back just to text you back. Right. When I was living with my boyfriend, I felt like that, too. That, like, because we try to spend so much time we together. just automatically were spending so much time together yeah. we slept in the same bed we shit in the same toilet like, like we did everything sh- together showered in the same place yeah literally everything. so it's just like it's because like i'm not learning your opinion on this because we just talked about it five minutes ago. yeah literally it's like, like you have to have your own life to be interesting you have to go do your own thing so that you can come back and tell that person about it and it almost makes you more elusive that you're they're like oh that that's cool like that that person like oh shit i didn't know you thought that way yeah i'm learning something new about you even after three four five six seven years right you know like i never thought you like or like even when you have been with somebody for that long like we were together from 17 till 24 Mm -hmm. i mean like you change as a person not only because like you're literally a fucking infant but like then we were we grew into adults and it's like oh damn i remember when you used to do this now you don't do that anymore like oh you kind of like shifted opinions or like shifted like the way you think about it right okay so i want to tell you that the reason i wanted to interview you mm-hmm. is because you came to visit me at work mm-hmm. and when we were sitting there you got a text message that from somebody that they said that they saw your ex-boyfriend at Oktoberfest, that he was with another girl. Yes. And I felt it happen next to me. I could feel your energy of like you you get like the the crazy anxious, the crazy like, anxious like that your and the, your instant reaction was I, okay, well we have to go. I have to go there. I have to see who who's are these with. fucking people like yes. you just left me this long ago. Now who the fuck are you hanging around and with? You gave me the idea to talk about this from that situation because I feel most people take situations like that and say, oh, you shouldn't think that. Why would you do that? Why would you go there? Yeah. Why would you incorporate yourself in that? Why would you like they make you feel like fucking shit for having those feelings. But that's such a normal thing to experience. Oh, like the the waves of emotion. I, I got that text and it's, you know, immediately it's like, who the fuck is he with? Whatever. Like you just dumped me like two months ago and now you're already hanging around with all these other girls. Like, okay. At a place fuck? that you very clearly know everybody there. And- exactly. Like people are going to see you. People are going to talk. They're going to tell me like, because that's just a normal thing to do. People fucking talk. They're going to tell me and it's going to get back to me one way or another. And maybe he doesn't care and that's hurtful too. Exactly. So that's what I fucking thought too. And I'm like, all right, like I got to figure this out so that way I can make myself feel better. And, like, if it did turn out to be, like, other girls he's hanging out with, 
cool. That just proves my fucking point of like, fuck yourself. Leave me alone. Don't ever fucking talk to me again. So it was more of a closure thing. It's more of a closure of like, because I was told this information, now I need to figure out like why. Are you the type of person that wants to know all the details? Mm, Yes, because (laughs) yes, I'm nosy. I'm a very nosy person and like some people are like, I don't want to know the details. I don't need to know that. But the more details I know is it helps. Me too. If I know that your intentions were there of purposely hurting me or you're doing it because you just didn't give a fuck, that's that's fuel to my fire of like, let's go, let's fucking move on. Like, you can fuck yourself at this point. That just proves that like we should not be together. Right. And it helps me because it's like, oh, I miss him. There's still a chance of like us getting back together. And it's like, you know what? I actually don't want to get back together with you because – because of this right because you're just you're just so dismissive of me you don't want me i don't want you okay so then on the flip side of that then what makes you want to talk to him again like do you have those moments of weakness hell yeah like you want to like go to the october fest because you want to see who he's with you want to talk to him so what makes you like what feelings are you having that you want to do those things it's not only habit but it's because i because when you don't have something that's not yours anymore, you want it more. That mm-hmm. it's that's just how it is. Regardless of if I broke up with him or if he broke up with me, I like what you said about habit, though, too. Because it is habit. It is like it's seven years worth of habit. Over seven years. Yes. Worth of habit of talking to that one person. Yeah, it's you like okay, to I'm gonna put yourself. on right. I'm gonna put on music instead. I'm gonna put on a YouTube video instead. I'm yeah. gonna do something else instead because it's like so I don't have things. to call him. Like I don't have to do those things. Yeah. So I like that you say that about habit because it's like it's not even because you even necessarily want to. It's because you put yourself in these situations yeah. that it becomes a habit and then you're like and it goes in hand in hand with what you just said is that it's like you get in the car you realize you don't have them to call and now, now it's like, you I, want I to call to... them even more and it's obsessive because you don't have them not to only call. that but then it's like okay like who can i call now because i want to make myself feel better yes like, i okay, do that oh i'm gonna call my fucking grandma you know like, literally oh i'm gonna call this person i haven't talked to in three years not, not literally but you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's you call random people just to like fill that void and yes. it's like I don't want to have to do that, not only because, like, I don't want to feel that way, but also, like, people know you're going through a breakup, and I don't want them to to feel like, oh, you're only reaching out because now you're lonely. Mm-hmm. But, like, another example of, like, habit is him and I both love Chipotle. So every Friday night, like, we, we would make it, like, a thing to, like, have a Chipotle date. Mm-hmm. Let's go get Chipotle and then, like, like watch a movie together on mm-hmm. the couch or, like, go do whatever. It was mainly just, like, hey, let's get Chipotle and, like, do what out yeah but it's habit so like when we when he first like broke up with me that following friday i was like oh it's chipotle oh wait oh, i have to like, go alone mm-hmm. i still went and got it because i'm like i can still go get it by myself and then but then you're also like but my person's not but, here yeah well it's, it's like then sad it's like, at that and point it's like oh my god is he gonna walk in because he's also like it's his habit to like come here every friday mm-hmm. you know like you kind of like think those things and, it's and like, want no. him to show up and yeah and then like see him and be like Oh, you know, like you, it's like you almost thoughts. glorify, like you think of these, like, at least I do. Like I like you create these situation. scenarios in my head and I'm like sitting in the corner of Chipotle and he walks in and he's like, oh my God, you're here too. And you're like, I'm here too. And you're like, oh, we should eat the Chipotle and together. And it's like, that's stupid. Everything's going to be that's okay. That's such a like movie thing to think about. Like, yeah. It's, it's a, the shit you see in the movies and it's so like. Unrealistic. Unrealistic. Yeah. Because it's never going to fuck me. Not no. ever. But it's most likely not gonna happen i couldn't read romantic romantic books were like my favorite Mm -hmm. i literally had to stop reading them because they fucked up all of my relationships because i put way too high of expectations i was gonna say it's expectations because these books are like oh these are like your biggest dreams there are men out there that can do that for you not only do you have to find it but like it's just so rare yes for it to actually happen that way yes and like even in the books like you only get that like do you only get how many pages of story worth of like yeah right what you happens in between whole... like all that you know right. like the chapters like you're okay, like what and what happened between? in 50 years exactly yeah. okay like is he still doing that shit 50 years probably not right do you practice anything to prevent yourself from reaching out to him i don't want to feel like i look desperate of like i i need you in my life right now no because you didn't want me right you don't want me that's why you left right right and he also had told me he wanted space to himself that's what I'm respecting, right? I'm respecting your, that that you want space, so I'm giving that to you. So why why am I gonna break that? Right. That's dope. You know. Um, 
I was interviewing somebody for my YouTube channel and she, I, I was interviewing her about betrayal. She was um, in a relationship that she was betrayed and she had it in her family as well. And so one piece of advice that she had given was that she created a note in her phone and listed all of the things that she didn't like about him and like reasons why they broke up and what that she didn't so like anymore. fucking smart because I list it in my head. But it's like actually but, having but, it in writing. But like seeing it is like, oh, because then yeah. you start to have those feelings of like, oh my God, I miss him. Oh my God, I want to do, I want to call him. I want to yeah. be with him. I want to do whatever. You're like, fuck, get the list. Get the fucking get the, list. Oh, shit, shit. Oh yeah. yeah, that's why I shouldn't talk to him. Yeah. That's why he can go fuck himself. I thought it was such good advice. You know what? Especially because you, like, we were talking about Chipotle. Like, you start okay. to glorify them. And you're like, so, oh, wait. Just an example. I do want to play this TikTok because it's very... Fucking play it. Play it right into the fucking mic. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hold on. I gotta <laughs> find it. I wanted to save it specifically because this, I feel like, has, like, gotten me through, like, the stupid little moments of, like, I miss him. Not to sound bitter, but I hope hurting me haunts you for years. You know what's like, funny? I'm over it. I think a point to that with the TikTok is that they always you you want them to care even if they're not with you. Oh, if you it want haunts them, to them. Care so bad. It's like I want you to care about how you just treated me, right? And how I hope you because it would that you will never get a fucking chance again. Yes, and like I that hope that won't. hurts you. Yeah, and I hope and I like, hope you realize what you lost. It's, it's hard to like talk about it seriously like because i know that i'm gonna be a lesson in his book forever and same like the same thing with mine is like i'm gonna be the one that he thinks back and i was like oh don't do that because i did that to sarah and like i shouldn't do that to her i so i'm just gonna be a lesson like for you to like treat someone else better when that should have been me. But it's also the same thing on my end. You don't think of it like that. The times it's like, oh my God, that's so fucking true. That's so true. But then it's like, wait, hold on, breathe, take a step back. Let's reverse it on the other side where he was a lesson to me too. Oh, I love that. Where it's like, that's this, so true. It's so, because you don't think of it like you that. You don't think of that at all. You don't think of like the reverse of like, hold on. Flip the script. Flip the script. That's the shit that I'm talking about that I think is so impressive. That you can take that step back and want that for yourself. And you're only three months out. That's it. That's so fucking impressive. But like I said, it's just, it's the, it's, it's how I am as a person of like, you don't want me. You made it fucking clear. I don't want you. You hurt me. And it's like, it's the hurt. I mean, there, I have had setbacks of like, when we met up and talked, I felt it almost felt like I was at square one again. But it sounds like you're meeting up and doing those things because you want closure, not because you're trying to get back with him. Is that correct? I I already know I could never get back with him. Wow. Could not like realist like realistically though, even if I do get caught up in the moment of like, hmm, like is this gonna work again? I know it's not. I Why? have told I because of the lack of trust mainly and I've already told like all of my family and friends like the dirt pretty much of like you guys would never look at him the same my mom my dad my whole family would never be able to look at him and be like wow this was once the person that like we loved and was like you know welcomed into our family and was gonna marry like you and stuff and then and my friends too like oh wow like he fucking did that to you mm-hmm. and now like if you guys were to get back together you guys would none of them would look at him the same Which, and maybe even with his family and friends too of like oh damn like he broke up with her and she's still going back to him like <laughs> yeah like how desperate too. does she have to be you know yeah what so it's a self-respect thing it's you care about those people's opinions and i respect their opinions because it's you like, respect their opinions that's because, a very good way to because that. i've seen it from the other end of like We've all had friends who go back to the same person and they know they shouldn't. And it's like, you know that you're not supposed to. If you're going to think that about somebody else, you have to do it like. Right. It, it helps you give a, a third party perspective on your own situation because when it's yeah. yourself, you think like you start making excuses. You, you start, start making excuses for the person so doing excuses, all these things. Yeah. And it's like, 
that's never going to work. Right. And you need to like have that self-realization and realistic like end goals of like, no, this is never going to work because they're not proving it. And they haven't been for X amount of time. Yes. That's like <laughs> literally like and the excuses you can make them so realistic. Oh, you could tell you could fucking tell yourself that they can fly. Lit- oh my god, like okay, can- so my ex I he had a really rough home life. Mm-hmm. And I equated that rough home life because he did have that and that made me sad that he experienced that. Mm-hmm. I didn't I loved him. I didn't right. I cared about this person. I didn't want him to hurt that bad mm-hmm. and I still believe that the reason he treated me badly was because those are the examples that he was given. Mm-hmm. But that's not an okay reason to treat me badly. Yes. That what did not yes. make it okay. And I allowed that excuse to make it okay for so long. Yeah. And that's not the kind of life that I want to live. That didn't make me happy. That didn't make me like a, the better version of you myself. You have to be selfish. Yeah, and for sure. Okay, We've had this conversation before where it's okay to be selfish with how you are healing. Yes. And... Some people will never understand it. Some people will be like, fuck yeah, you need to do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And other people are going to be like, I don't understand it. Like, Mm -hmm. why? And it's okay to be selfish and think of your needs first versus like theirs. Yes. Where it's like, oh, like they have this trauma. But it's like, you know what? Actually, that's not fucking okay. And you know what? You need to like grow up and get over it. Everybody's had trauma, regardless of how bad. And I'm not saying like get over it and like it's never going to mean anything to you again. But like. But get over it on your own. Get over it on your own and stop putting that shit on somebody else. Yes. Stop trying to fix that person because you have to decide. That's a good point, Mm -hmm. too, that you just made because you have to choose if you want to date that person, that person that you're dating right now, not their potential, not who they could be. Not somebody who you thought they were going to be. Because I was always like, I know you're a good person at heart. I know you have good intentions at heart, but like. You're not showing me that, like you're saying. You're not proving that You used that to show to me. me that, and you used to, like, be that person, but you need to let go. Right. You need to, like, eventually just, like, let go and be like, you know what? Like, I want more I for myself. I want more for myself, and I can't see you being the same person anymore. Yeah. And some people, I think, I think everybody's capable of it. It's just a matter of what are you going to do about it. Yeah. Because it's it goes back to self-respect thing. Mm-hmm. You really want somebody who's going to like tell you all their hopes and dreams and stuff. Okay, then where the fuck is it? Yeah. Are you working towards it? Or are you going to keep making excuses for it? Have you ever seen those TikToks or like those videos of the stay-at-home girlfriends? No. Oh, I already hate it. I, yeah. I already hate it. And, and for somebody who has always been like, How could- I need to work for my own money yes. because I didn't come from money. I didn't come from, oh, like, like daddy give me like a hundred dollars to go shopping on a friday night like mm-hmm. i never came from that i had to like literally like beg for twenty dollars just to go out to the movies with my friends same literally <laughs> same. like I, like i didn't have money to just be like oh like my dad gave me an allowance this week like we can go to my parents don't give me shit yeah I had they to definitely help me same when it's my first job i was already having bills right i had they- to pay my car insurance i had to pay my like as little bills as that is for a 16 year old like that's still like it was that's something teaching you responsibility and yes. like it's shitty at the time but like you need to work for your money i you know how much i okay so like i don't want to say my parents don't don't give me shit. My parents definitely right. help me if I need it. But no, it's if yeah. I need it. What you just said, like teaching that lesson, like the kids that their parents get. just hand stuff to them, they always think that they have that to fall back on. Oh, and yeah. they don't have that work ethic and that you have to. And because of that Like shit. I will never be in a situation that I don't have money. Like I like to play broke, not poor. I have money. Yes. I always, always, yes. always have money to fall back on always I don't, but i don't spend it yeah because i want that money to fall back on yes first of all it blows my mind that people don't want to work these days but it also makes sense because of parents who are like oh I'll just i'll just give you everything if your parent if you can count on your parents and your parents just hand out yes. money to you all the time mm-hmm. it's just like anything else like if you if you watch your mom do all of the work your whole life and your dad sits back and relaxes, you ha- now think that that's your, the dynamic. Yes. You think that that's normal yes. because that's your normal. That's yes. what you've known since birth. Yes. So when your parents are constantly handing you money, you view that as normal. You get into a relationship. You view that as love yes. and you think you should be handing me money. I'm confused yes. why this isn't a why thing. But then there's people like you and I. Right. Then there's people like you and I who have to work for it. Mm-hmm. And so now we're the we're the source of money and they ask us and are like 
but I thought you loved me. I just need your help. Please. I just need your help. Yeah. I thought you loved me. And then it's like you are like, okay, I'll help you this one time because they make you fucking feel bad about it. Yeah. And you hand out the money to them. And then what do you get yeah. ever? Because it never goes the opposite way because that's your normal. Yes. Being a hard worker is like probably top three things of the most attractive quality yes. a person can have. Do you believe in one true love or soulmates? The pessimistic in me says no. Mm-hmm. But then like the realistic like yes and like to a degree because you always hear those stories of people that are like i knew they were the one by looking at them like i um like people who get divorced and it's like they can never find anybody that like meets their like ex's standards Mm -hmm. or like they were like yeah actually it's been years and i'm like that's still like my soulmate I believe in soulmates. I don't think I believe in one true love. No. One true love, no. I'm sorry. I was more so talking about soulmates. Like, soulmates are, that's, like, a whole different level of, like, connection mm-hmm. versus one true love. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think you could like be soulmates like, with friends. Oh, 100%. Like, your best friend could be your fucking soulmate. Yeah. It doesn't have to be somebody who you're emotionally attached to yeah Yeah. like i just think like oh wow i really vibe with you like i think you and i have some sort of connection we're on some wavelength you meet somebody and you're like oh my god it's like we've been friends for a million years yeah so it's like i feel like you can definitely be soulmates with anybody which is why i think you could have multiple soulmates and so that means that like i never thought about it like that yeah i also don't think so much about it to the point where i'm like soulmate yeah i don't want to like i don't think soulmate equates to like one true love like maybe that's a better way to word that yes and i don't want to be like oh you're my soulmate because like i never i never thought of my ex as like my soulmate because i never wanted it to be like like in this case where i'm sitting here now and we're not together and it's like that was supposed to be my soulmate oh my god like he's not (laughs) with me anymore like what am i gonna do like i didn't want to have to like take that label off of him yeah because i thought that he was the one i thought that he eh. in the back of my head i was always like is he really is he i think something was telling me like no he's not mm-hmm. you guys have been together for a long time but he's not the one but when you meet the one i feel like you're gonna be like oh <laughs> so this is this is how that how you the, yeah you know what when people say like they're like i knew he was the one mm-hmm. i'm always like how did you know yeah because i feel like my trust users are just so fucked that yeah. it's like how like how can you trust somebody to be like yeah I know he's the one I think some people just say that oh one hundred percent just to make it way more dramatic <laughs> yeah like, is he because, it's like what are you like, trying to prove <laughs> it's almost probably they're trying to prove it to themselves too does sex equate to love in your opinion it's lust love and lust are you get confused with them yes. so easily you're like oh my god I think I love this person it's like oh never mind I actually didn't mm-hmm. it's fine it's like um <laughs> but like when you're in a relationship with somebody yeah like sex like is a way to show love. Sex is such a big thing in your relationship. It sounds shallow, but, like, think of it. You have bad sex. Like, you're not having enough of it. But, like, it does bring it down a level where it's, like, oh, like, you didn't seem interested in me tonight. Mm-hmm. Or you haven't been lately. Or you haven't been wanting me lately. Then it gets to the point where it's, like, like mentally, like, am I good enough? Like, is he talking to somebody else? Like, is it is it – am I not attractive anymore? Like, are you not attracted to me anymore? Like Mm -hmm. that, it just, that can mess with like other aspects of your relationship where like you didn't think it would. Are you afraid of falling in love again? Yes. (laughs) That was a quick one. Yes. Because I don't want to feel that pain of that other person falling out of love with me. Yeah. Or like just being done with me. Right. Because it's, such a shitty feeling i know eventually it's going to happen because i'm going to want it to happen i'm not gonna i don't want to be alone for the rest of my life i want to be alone temporarily you want to have that typical life of like you find the one you find who you want to like be with for the rest of your life you want to get married want to buy a house together i don't want kids i know that's typical at all at all really i didn't know that about you yeah no absolutely not i did not know that about you absolutely not that just everything about it horrifies me why there well i agree responsibility i mean not only is it so much responsibility and like that's not the biggest thing that like like is a turn off to me it's just like i agree it changes your life forever oh god i feel the same way you can't be like the same you can't like you're a mom forever i want kids eventually 
but <laughs> I don't know when that eventually is because I feel yeah. the same fucking way. Because yeah. I just like well, because our ge- like it's definitely our generation where it's like oh, fuck kids. Yeah. Like I actually so I want to live my own fucking life. I, I want to be I, able to do what I want to do without having to worry about that. I don't want having children to be the greatest thing that I've ever done. I think it can be that is a great way of saying that. Okay, didn't even think about it. Like I've that. had people get really mad at me for that. Most likely because it's they have, uh, they already they're like that or they think like that yeah and, and it's like I'm not shitting on you for no, having kids that's fine. that's what you want to do that's your life I'm not gonna tell you no don't yes have kids. if that's the greatest thing you've done with your life and you're proud of that fucking own that that's yes. awesome yes that's just not what I want to do like I'll be fine with having kids once I reach success in my career I want to be able to build yes. something for myself first that's the realistic goals uh, yes and yes. then like be able to share that with children I want to be a good role model for my children I like wanna, I don't yes. just want to be a, a person that gave birth just, to like, you have no money and they're just like oh like you know i can't even afford fucking diapers i don't ever want to be in that situation no. like that's probably the main reason the second main reason is like it's so common that like dudes because you're the main care caretaker the first like few months at least until they're like off your boob <laughs> like you're the main caretaker but like sometimes like dudes just don't know how to like take over that or like help you enough mm-hmm. for the rest of that kid's life yes you are the main person yes. and like dudes are just like no like you're the mom you're supposed to be it's like, you now yes it's, it's all we we both wanted the kid but like i don't want to have to like share the responsibility of putting in the effort to help you raise it i'm not able to like have a break for a night and like do what i want while you it should be do 50 50 100 sometimes i'm afraid that i don't ever want to have kids i'm not gonna lie like i feel like it's something that like i Okay, do you feel do you feel that way because it's like, been so instilled in our heads as women yes. that you need to have kids because you have a fucking uterus? Yes. You know what? People tell me that. They're like, "Oh, so when do you like when you're growing it's up?" It's just assumed, when right? Do, when you when are you going to have kids? Because it's just so normal. Yes. And it's like who said It's also it? like biologically in our makeup. Oh, 100%. Like that's our main role in life. We have boobs for a reason. Mm-hmm. We have boobs because they have mammary glands mm-hmm. in them to create the fucking milk. I think, again, like we said, it just goes back to, like, the way people want to live their lives. And I just don't – I think we shut on each other too much for not wanting to live the same life as everybody else. But how boring would that be if we all yeah. lived the same exact life? The older I got and, like, the more I saw, like, how kids, like, the all the responsibility and, like, all the negative things that went into it, I was like, wait, who the fuck said I have to have kids? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I literally, like, realized that, like, middle school. Okay, so – just to finish up here, I have five questions that can either be related to relationships or they don't have to be related to relationships at all. Oh, so just general. Yes. What is your definition of wellness? Learning like throughout just like life in general and like the more and more that like our generation is talking about mental health because it's so talked about now and it's so important is like that's what wellness is. It's like your entire being mm-hmm. like mentally, physically, emotionally. It, they're all so connected. So wellness is like a good balance of all of those. What is your biggest insecurity? Mm, oh, there's... Oh my gosh, that's a good one. Because like there's so many like little things, mm-hmm. but it's like one main one. Mm-hmm. Like the jealousy thing. It's like I, I, I used to get very jealous. I still do like to a degree with like certain things. But just like sometimes it's normal, but like... Yeah, jealousy. Okay. Like in a relationship and maybe like outside of it too. Why do you say that makes you insecure? I don't want to, I like, I want to be like chill with some things that are actually like realistically okay. Okay. You know, like sometimes, you know how like, oh, the jealous girlfriend gets jealous because like you looked at another girl. Like, I'm not saying I do that, but like, I don't want to have to like worry about it. What is your biggest and wildest dream? (laughs) Currently, just like go travel love it where would you go go. um right now like goal is like wyoming wyoming or like montana okay or like colorado just like go hiking and just go see like beautiful views but yeah that's right now that's my biggest wildest dream are you happy in general no why um because of everything going on Mm -hmm. like i'm happy with where my career is going that's cool. Like, I'm happy about certain parts of my life. Like, I'm happy that I'm meeting goals, like, in the gym, like, physically myself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but like overall overall like like would you consider yourself a happy person no because of what's happening in your relationship um that but like i've always have just felt like not happy in general because like i'm i'm not where i'm supposed to be like in terms of goals i haven't met my goals yet okay i guess like now like i am meeting my goals but then like i just had one major setback i'm working on being happy Mm -hmm. but i also don't think about like wow am i happy in my life Mm -hmm. like i feel like i just kind of ignore it because maybe i don't want to like think about the answer if you could give one piece of advice to the world what would it be it's okay to be selfish i like it it is okay to be selfish to an extent selfish in the sense of do what makes you happy do what makes you happy and what you know is going to make you happy eventually like setting yourself up for success mm-hmm. kind of selfish mm-hmm. thank you we so talked much. about a lot oh i'm so excited thank you so much for yeah, doing this i think it was so awesome no you it's my so first much- podcast Woo! Yee! Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that there was at least something in Sarah's story that you are able to take away and apply to your own relationship, to a relationship that maybe you need to end, have ended in the past. If you're still experiencing or going through the feelings of uh, a long-term relationship ending, hopefully anything that was said here you are able to apply to your own life personally I know that I was definitely able to relate to what Sarah had to say so I hope that others are as well and maybe you feel a little bit less alone because you're not crazy for the way that you're feeling so let this be validation to you that everything that you're feeling right now is completely normal you are completely not the only person that's experienced the absolute agony or heartache that you may be experiencing at the moment and that it will eventually get better again thank you so much for listening come back next monday for another episode of wellish we will be doing another single episode with your girl so (laughs) stay tuned for that next monday other than that you guys can follow me at underscore sarah ritt You can follow Sarah at underscore Sarah Nicole underscore B underscore. And you can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast. Have a great week. Kick some ass. And I will talk to you guys next Monday.